Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transcend with NNG Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Walker, also known as New Nation Goddess. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 3, where we're discussing our second frequency of elevation, which is metaphysical methods. So we're going to be learning how to use your inner power and faith to attract what you truly desire and how you're going to fulfill your purpose in this lifetime. So happy wealth and Wellness Wednesdays, bringing you the gems like we always do every Wealth and uh, Wellness Wednesday. So I always like to start off with a I am power statement. Again, guys, I represents inspiration, A represents affirmations, and M represents manifestations. So for today's statement, we're going to say, I am utilizing the proven tools and resources that the most high universe and ancestors provided in order to elevate to my highest frequency. Ashe. Okay, guys. So I am so excited about today's guest. We are going to be meeting with Aaron Walker, who is of Higher Alignment. Okay, guys. So let's go into some more details. He is a metaphysical life coach. He is also a certified professional life coach who specializes in metaphysical and mindful methods for personal development and self-transformation. He teaches methods and practices such as Samantha, mindfulness, meditation, EFT, the emotional freedom technique, dream work, and lucid dreaming, as well as many other non-metaphysical self-care tools like journaling, goal achievement, and habit development. So welcome, guys, Aaron Walker. Hi, Aaron. Hey, Brittany. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. How are you doing today? I am doing well. Thank you so much for being on. We're so excited to deep dive into metaphysical methods and making it more of a norm. All right. So, guys, Mm -hmm. you always know I like to throw in a book reference for every single podcast so you can use it as a resource. So I had an opportunity to ask Aaron, what is his favorite book or one of his favorite resources? And Aaron, would you like to tell us what some of those resources are? Yeah, so um, one of them is, I think uh, it was so hard for me to choose. And um, I think in general personal development, one book that I would recommend is called In the Meantime by Ian Levinzant. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are familiar with her work probably through her show. But that were, that book is a good one. And I think I would suggest that one because of her um, f- because of people's familiarity with her, so it'll it'll be easily accessible, um, easily understandable. Um, it's not really metaphysical, but it definitely has a lot of activities and exercises that you can look at to think about your life and where you are. If you are at different crossroads, or um, if you just have some experience that you are working through. Um, that book is a really, really good one. Okay, I love it. I love it. And I remember mm-hmm. you also mentioned the Success Principles by Jack. Oh Canfield. yeah, and the Success Principles, mm-hmm. Jack Canfield. So the, but I think it's right behind me too. I can show you. I don't Perfect. know where the other one. Actually, I do see the other one. I'll pull that one down too. 
I appreciate it. I normally hold the books up to the camera. So thank you for those of you who are on list. I'm sorry, watching on Spotify and YouTube, you are going to a uh, see what the book looks like. And for those of you who are listening on our other you- platforms, Anchor, um, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, I will be entering this information into the description of this episode. Yeah, no problem. If you want some other books, let me know. I could probably rattle off. I know probably about where they are. And this one, it. The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. I want to say how to get from where you are to where you want to be. This one's really good. And you can see I have a few tabs in here. And it's 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 a thickums. It's a thickums, but it each each section is full of activities. I'm a person, I love activities, I love exercises, and even in my work, that's one thing that I very much promote. So even people who come to my workshops, we do a lot of activities and exercises every time. So the success principles, it has different sections of activities. So if you're working on something specific, you can go to that section. The activities are also themselves pulled from other resources. So you can look up where this activity came from and then go find that author and go find that their work. And so I really, I really like this book a lot. I pull from it. It has great activities for practitioners, for anybody, and even teachers, leaders, coaches. If you're looking for a resource where you can also pull from, this one's a great one. I the like first a thicker one, book. Um, <laughs> Uh, thickums. I love the thickums. <laughs> this one is called In the Meantime, Finding Yourself in the Love You Want. And I think that's what attracted me to this because I was like, oh, I'm trying to, you know, bring some romance into my life. But it brought so much more. It's not just that, you know. Um, and so it's modeled on the theory of a house, a basement, first floor, second floor, Attic, I think, in in each area of the house represents an area of your life. And you're going through each area of the house and cleaning that up. Um, So I like the framework for it. I like the concept and the material and the stories that she pulls from. Very good. And once again, I love activities and things. So this book, Learning or Living Through the Meantime, Learning to Break the Patterns, of the past and begin the healing process. This like companion books. Um, so if you can find this book as well, this is like a workbook based upon the original book. Okay. And this one is really, really good. So this one has tons of activities. I actually took a year to do this book and it took me about a year of journaling every day and I could, and I made it through all of the activities. So this one was a good one as well. It was good. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Gratitude for those gems. Guys, I'm going no. to, again, those of you who are not watching the video on Spotify or YouTube, the information will be listed in the description of the episode. So guys, you also know that I like to always give my tea of the day. So Aaron, if you have tea or something to drink, don't hesitate oh, to take you. I wish sip. I would have known. I had <laughs> some before and I, I drank it all right before. Okay. So what did you right. have? Do you remember what you had in your cup? 
Yeah, I do. So right now, I love the herb mugwort. I'm working with that a lot. So normally, in the I drink teas all day long. So this one is actually a mixture of teas. It's just what I had on my pot in on in the pot on my stove. I just poured some water in there. But it's it's last night I had some oolong tea. It was blackberry sage. And I didn't empty that out, so I just put some mugwort in there, and I kind of simmered that. But I poured it over the top of a tea called um, Sugar Plum Spice or something. It's like a Christmas. And honestly, I, I drink a lot of teas. Most of the time I work with just the herbs themselves, but when I'm in the store, I'll see a little box of tea or a flavor, you know, one uh -huh. of those cheap ones, and they uh -huh. have unique flavors. I'm like, I don't, why do you even need to bring this home? You do not need to bring this, but I put it in the car and I bring it home anyway. Welcome exactly. to the family. So it got, so it was just a hodgepodge blend of some stuff. I but love that. I love when you add on like from the night before and the morning of, like <laughs> just add to that because I'm a, um, a loose herb type of person as well. But like you say, you'll stumble mm -hmm. up on like a box or something. You're like, now this is kind of unique. Let me go ahead and try this uh, exactly. out. Exactly. Let me bring this home. Yes. I'm about to say a good tea and a good crystal. I might just have to snatch up and take home. I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I love it. So, guys, today. What are you I'm, sipping on? I'm sipping on. It's funny that you say mugworth because I have some in here. But I have mugworth. Oh, yeah. I have um, raspberry. Jamaican mm -hmm. hibiscus, some ginger, mm -hmm. turmeric, cinnamon, those three, those last three, I normally put in all my teas and then mm -hmm. a little bit of oat milk, rose hip and orange mm -hmm. peel. So that's Ooh, what I'm sipping on. I love on. that. I'm loving that. Yeah. Just to keep, you know, coming in this holiday season, this winter weather, mm -hmm. just trying to make sure that everything stays clean and clear so yeah. we can keep doing what we need to do and not get mm -hmm. prohibited mm -hmm. or stopped in our path. So guys, so cheers to that. So we are going to get into it. So Aaron, before we get started, I really would love for you to tell our audience um, across the different continents, across the different countries, because we are global. Yay! Yeah. So definitely let them know what does Aaron Walker do? What is higher alignment and what services or products are we able to obtain from you? Mm -hmm. Yes. So Higher Alignment, spelled H-I-Y-E-R, it stands for the Holistic Inspiration for Your Empowerment and Revolution. Um, so originally I started just doing metaphysical and personal development work. Um, slowly over the years throughout business, I've added on. So I, you'll also be able to go to higheralignment.com and find crystal jewelry, all of its handmade, hand-blended teas, um, there are attraction oils, there are hand-rolled incense, my incense are rolled on lavender stems, and they're also coated in crushed clear quartz, so they have a very metaphysical crystal element to them, very nice. Um, but I also have my online school, but you can really catch me on Instagram, that's where I do most of my live work. I, hold, I try to show up as much as I can and host free personal development workshops. I teach people metaphysical tools. It's funny, you're the, the way you said uh, shamatha meditation. Shamatha is the, is the word. Um, it's like a mindfulness meditation technique. 
Um, so I really um, talk about that. A lot of people are interested in meditation or this type of meditation, but they really don't know exactly what it is or where to pinpoint exactly, you know, and how to find the resources. So that's something that I do teach. Um, but I teach other tools like EFT, which stands for the Emotional Freedom Technique. Um, right now, I am focusing on tools related to rest and restoration for the fall and winter. So um, we're doing things like yoga nidra practice, which is a rest practice or sort of like a sleep type of meditation, but you don't fall asleep. Um, we're engaging in some yin yoga and lucid dreaming and dream work and all of that. So we're, I'm really bringing in metaphysical practices for self-care um, but also showing people how to put together their own personal self-care practice that may not even look like mine at all. And I hold space for people to show up, engage in their practice so they can walk the walk and not just talk the talk. Um, but maybe that's enough. It was that my spiel. That was amazing. I don't know if the empath in me just kicked in, but all that energy you just gave out was just so warming, so genuine. I love, love, love everything that you're doing. And guys, if you're just tapping into metaphysics, if you're wanting to become more of an expert at metaphysics, we definitely want you to tag into Aaron. Before we move forward, I definitely want you to plug yourself. So how can we... Um, find you on Instagram, what's your website information, and I'll be a be sure to put that in the description of this episode as well, guys. No problem. So yes, my Instagram is higher alignment and higher is spelled H-I-Y-E-R. And I'm really the same everywhere. So you can find me on YouTube. Um, so on my YouTube, I think you'll love it. I tried to make it a hub, a resource for a variety of tools. So there are tons of guided meditations, guided EFT routines, journaling, um, exercises and routines and all types of things. If you're interested in metaphysics and personal development, tons of how-to videos, subliminal affirmations, all types of things like that. My website is the same, higheralignment.com, no www. You can find, once again, all of my physical products. Um, crystal jewelry, hand-rolled incense, um, and then you have my online school. If you're interested in courses and things like that, it's higheralignment.teachable.com. Um, so I have at least, I'm going to say at least 10 courses. My courses have between 3 and 10 hours worth of content. They always have between 1 and 2 workbooks. The workbooks themselves have activities and exercises and how-tos, links to external resources, guided meditations. They're fillable, so when there is a journaling prompt or self-exploration activity, you can write right in there if you have, like, uh, if you're watching on your computer or, you know, you have your, what do they call it, um, like your iPad or something like that. So, yeah, tons of information, tons of resources for you. All right, guys, you have heard it from Aaron. I love, love, love. Again, that information will also be included in the description of this episode. So when did you start utilizing metaphysical methods? Mm, you know, it's so funny because the methods that I use and that I teach, I've just been attracted to. Of course, you pick up new things and learn things over the years. 
Um, and even when I first started my business, I was trying to figure out a word to use to describe these things. Um, so that's when I came upon the word like metaphysics. I'm like, oh, maybe perhaps that would be a good word. But these practices have always been a part of me. Um, I'm a natural lucid dreamer. So I've been lucid dreaming ever since I was a child. Those are some of my first memories. Um, so that's really where my, in my personal life, where my heart and a lot of things that I do in my personal life reside. So I've always been impacted in that way. Um, and I've learned and grown up for mindfulness meditation. I would say it's at least been 14 years that I've been a practitioner now. Um, um, and I've learned various techniques and, um, you know, learned lots of different styles. And I just, there are certain styles I prefer, you know, and recommend to people for different reasons. But even as you can see from my background, I have a lot of books. I love learning. Um, so I try to really familiarize myself with the, really, I like to take an academic approach. Um, I can't, I, I'm in Georgia right now and I'm here because I came here to go to college. And so I think I have that kind of ingrained in me. So I really am interested in a lot of academic research and scientific studies, you know, when I, and um, as much as I am in what practitioners have to say as well. Um, so I try to just really do a lot of research, but these things have always been a part of my life. They're just, I don't know, it's just the, I, my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you know what your thing is. It's all about defining your purpose first and knowing where to go next. Before we move forward, you touched on about the, your academic approach. So I am a retired biology professor and a lot of people say, you approach things in such an academic way. And I'm like, it's just the researcher in me, it's the scientist in me. I'm trying to merge, you know, arts and science and all these other things that are going on. But I love that you have that approach because just you saying having a research and scientific approaches, that means you know that you have to have reputable resources. You have to have something mm -hmm. that backs up what you're saying. So like mm -hmm. you said, you're not just walking around here acting like and not living and really abiding by what our reputable and legitimate uh, information is. The history's there, but we just have to do the research mm -hmm. and know about it. So I love that you said that. So being that you know what your thing is, what was really the defining moment, though, when you realized that your purpose is to heal and educate others through metaphysics? You know, I don't know when the when that point was. I think it just came that gradually over time. Very interesting. At first, I was very opposed to doing this type of work. <laughs> I was very opposed <laughs> to it. I don't want to do it at all. Um, and, but it actually, multiple people who don't know each other kept coming to me and telling me to do this. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I'm like, what is going on? So then COVID happened and then that got me into the process of, okay, like, what am I going to do? And so I went ahead and it's like, yeah. well, you know, I'll get my certification, went through the certification process. 
um, through a company, the Transformational Academy. But then I'll also, once again, I love the academic approach. So I also got my certification in instructional design from the University of Illinois um, because I want to make sure, you know, that I'm setting myself up for success. And also, if I'm going to do it, once again, just like you're saying, knowing that you have reputable sources and even that you have a good way and methodology of teaching and delivering what it is that you do to others, that was very, very important to me. It, it, and it, but it just came naturally, I don't know, over time. And I honestly didn't see a lot of, I see a lot of people teaching some of the things that I teach, mm-hmm. but my goal is always to teach them for personal development and not teaching them in the, just for their own end. Like I know a lot of people teach lucid dreaming, for example. Um, but what I found is after exhausting many resources, a lot of them repeat the same information over and over again, because they're, I mean, it's it's some of the things that you're learning, they're not hard. It's just more about finding the information. That's more of the hard part in anything I find. Um, but once you learn and you apply the techniques, I don't think any of these things are terribly difficult. But what do you do after that? Like, what is the whole, you know, what are you going to do now? So that's really where I felt like I wanted to come in because that's what I do for my my own personal development and my own self-care. I really found that these things work for me. They're interesting to me. They are effective to me. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe there are other people out there who the other stuff doesn't appeal to them or it doesn't work for them or they don't like that. And maybe they're looking for something like this, and it's not a lot of people who are teaching how to do this for this specific reason. So I said, you know what? I I, I have those skills, so maybe that's a place where I could help out. So, you know, it kind of just naturally came and evolved from there. I love it that you saw a problem to help be resolved. You mentioned about, you know, once COVID hit, that's when you really started like, okay, I'm getting these signs. I'm having these people come. As a matter of fact, I, if I remember correctly, I started following you towards the end of 2020, like when COVID first hit and people were just like trying to get acclimated to life. That was and probably when I first started. That yeah, was probably yeah. when I was first getting going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. So before we move forward, I just want to have a sidebar question because some people might not know what is lucid dreaming or they might not know what um, emotional freedom technique is. Do you mind elaborating on those two briefly um, before? Yeah, yeah. So lucid dreaming is the phenomena of realizing that you're dreaming while you're dreaming. So I always try to explain it as simple as I can. Many people still get it confused, but <laughs> You have to be in the dream simultaneously and knowing that you're dreaming, you know? So if you don't realize that you're dreaming until you have woken up and you're reflecting back on the dream, dreaming, you're like, oh, that was a dream. That's not it. Um, So I explain it like, say right now, wherever you are, a tiger comes from around the corner and it's very scary and it's hungry and it's looking right at you. Chances are you're going to be very scared and you're going to run away because you think that the tiger is real and you are in danger. That's what anybody would naturally do. 
Well, that's exactly how something would happen in a dream. You would just be in wherever you are and then around from all of a sudden some stuff is going down and you're screaming and yelling in, you know, because you don't realize that it's a dream. In a lucid dream, all of this would be going on, but if say a tiger came from around the corner, you would know that it would just be a completely different experience because you would not have any reason to be afraid of the tiger because you would know that this is a dream tiger. For one, this entire thing is a dream. This is a dream body. I could let this tiger eat this entire dream body, generate another dream body, and let him eat that one too, and I will be just fine. And so... Um, I teach people how to become lucid in their dreams in order to affect their life in a positive way, in order to accomplish their goals, in order to break negative habits, in order to instill new positive habits, in order to overcome limiting beliefs, which can lead into things like manifestation and a lot of other things, you know, so we can go down the rabbit hole that way. And really quickly, EFT stands for the Emotional Freedom Technique. It is a combination of traditional Chinese medicine. It works by tapping on the different meridians in the body. Um, those meridians correspond with organs. In the traditional Chinese medicine system, different organs house energy, emotional energy in the body. So you're literally tapping on the door of the body, bringing up some issue perhaps that you have stuffed away. And then some people use EFT in various ways. Some people just use EFT without, without NLP, which is I teach it with NLP. When people use it without NLP, I find that they're using it as a self-soothing mechanism, as a way to calm feelings of nervousness or anxiety, in a way to put themselves in a very comfortable mood or in a comfortable place. It is excellent for that. It is a wonderful tool for that. When you combine it with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, you can use it as an effective tool to shift your thoughts, beliefs, and patterns of behavior. So once again, I use this technique as a method to help people shift and make changes in their life in a variety of ways. I love it. I love it. Thank you for elaborating. For those of you who did not know what any of those terms mean, I hope that you have a better <laughs> understanding because definitely was on point. I love the fact that you said helping people with lucid dreaming for personal growth, professional growth, not for gain, not for you just to go out here and take, 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 but really to help you evolve and elevate and transcend. So thank you for explaining that. So no what is your metaphysical regimen? Do you have one for the day? Like maybe a morning regimen, maybe a midday, maybe a before bed regimen? Yes. Oh, I love this question, actually, um, <laughs> yes. because it's going to show you how, how this is in my life. Um, so it changes from time to time, from season to season. Um, mm -hmm. One thing, I, I, sidebar and bringing it back around, but one thing that I actually do in in my work is help people to develop a routine like some similar to this. Um, so. Typically, I set mine up in 30-day routines or 60-day okay. routines or sometimes seasonal routines. Um, so right now, once again, I told you that I am in this period of rest and restoration and rejuvenation. So right now, I typically wake up between maybe 6 and 7 a.m. Um, mm -hmm. And so when I get up, I will normally record my dreams, write down my dreams, um, 
and then I will do a yoga nidra session. I like to do yoga nidra right after I'm waking up in the morning because it's normally very dark outside. Mm -hmm. I can still lay down and kind of go back into this sleepy, um, hypnagogic uh, kind of place because my body's just coming out of that rest state. And so I like to do yoga nidra this morning. I did about 45 minutes and I find when I wake up really early, I naturally wake up early. So it gives me time to do that and not feel right. rushed. I can really just saturate in it and sit in it and be in it and not feel mm. like, oh, I have to, you know, go do something, you know. So I yes. like to do that. And then uh, some things that. I do that I wouldn't, I would say are related to metaphysics, but just like we say, drinking teas and things like that, I always start my morning with a morning elixir. So right now it's most of the time ginger tea, um, but I like this paste. It's ginger root um, jujube. Um, I think it's like a berry, like a jujube berry it has a seed okay. in the middle. Um, and goji berries, I like to make it into like a paste, mm -hmm. and then I use that to make a tea in the morning. But I also put other things in it, like I like I love working with flower essences. If you've ever heard of those, I love tinctures. Um, yes. So in the morning, right now, this is so long winded. You can cut me off anytime. No, but, keep going. Um, keep giving the gems. Right now, giving the, the gems. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll keep dropping them. Right now, I'm working with mimosa flower. Let me actually, uh, I see it. I'm going to grab it so I can show you that. I love it. Show you exactly what it is. And for people who like brands and companies, you know, plug a small business for you. I love it. Come um, on, So this is by Walden Farm. Mm-hmm. This is by Walden Pharmacy. Um, so I found them at the Midtown Arts Festival here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I got this from them over the summertime, and I've been working with this. It's Mimosa Flower for Spiritual Upliftment. That's what it's labeled as. And it's a good herb for... Um, I want to just say natural well-being, increased well-being, a feeling of happiness, joy, okay. rejuvenation. They have it labeled as spiritual upliftment. So I'll put some of this in my morning elixir. Okay. I love flower essences here. They're flower remedies. This brand is called Bach. And I see this brand everywhere. So okay. um, I think you can find it. This herb is gentian. Um, inspires a positive attitude when you feel discouraged or despondent due to setbacks. So I thought that, you know, I've been working with this one for a while. And then my good old fashioned black seed oil, love black seed oil. So I just drop a full dropper of this into my morning elixir. Okay. Um, yeah, so I know that was long-winded. That's just the morning. I do other things. I like to do EFT, all of the things that I tell you about in the evenings. Okay. I do EFT. I love to do yin yoga in the evenings mm. um, or even yoga nidra once again. That's something that you can just look up on YouTube. Put your yoga mat down. I always say set the mood. I love to indulge, you know, so that's going to be lighting my incense, lighting my candles, grabbing two pillows because one pillow is not right. enough for me. I want a light blanket. I may want my, you know, so I get fully yeah. set up. You know, and after work is over, a lot of people 
what I find is they are interested in things like this, but they say, oh, I don't have enough time or I don't no, you see, like I really go out and I make the time and then I relax yeah, in it. I indulge in it and I am really, you know, I'm going to get mine. <laughs> so, I love it. I love yeah, it. Uh, these, that's this kind of what I'm doing right now. I love it. A term that I just recently adopted from somebody is spill the chai. They don't say the tea no more. They say the chai. So I'm like, okay, you just gave so much chai. You just gave so much <laughs> I love it. Even mentioning the thing that I think that stood out to me first that jumped out was when you said you did yoga first thing in the morning, when it's still dark, when it's early. Um, I love once I finish yoga and going in Shavasana mode and it being dark outside. Mm. It's just so much easier just to like <laughs> get yourself back mm -hmm. together, kind of bring that spirit back with that body before it's time to mm. go on for the day. Um, you mm -hmm. also mentioned about adding tinctures and different herbs and things of that sort, just using plant items and things that are from mm -hmm. the earth, not chemicals, not anything mm -hmm. else out there that people are trying to use to get mm -hmm. through their day or, you know, mm -hmm. look younger, things of that sort. You're using things that are directly from the earth, which is something that we promote heavy, heavy, heavy. So I mm -hmm. love, love, love that you have a full day regimen, even talking about after work decompressing when people say that they don't have time to do something it kind of gets under my skin because i'm like well you have time to be scrolling on social media for an hour that's not you know regards mm -hmm. to your business you have 30 extra minutes to go on amazon and buy something you know you have mm -hmm. an hour to go gossip with somebody that might be an energy leech or somebody that might be a distraction for mm -hmm. you for fulfilling your purpose but you can't take 15 20 minutes to just meditate mm -hmm. or become one with yourself or even just to be by yourself and away from noise and things just to get yourself back where you need to be so that you can prepare for a good night's rest. So I love mm -hmm. that you hit on all of those different gems. Thank you so much. So mm -hmm. with somebody that's just starting off on their medical, I'm sorry, their metaphysical journey, what recommendations would you give for a beginner? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I want to bring it. I want to bring something you said, and then I'm going to bridge it into this. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Love. Um, Perfect, perfect. So, so yoga nidra, because I think this is a practice that a lot of people are not familiar with. Um, in the morning, so I do, I do love, so I do love asana yoga too. Um, and so this is the yoga with the poses. So even like you hear at the end, shavasana. Um, you know something asana. So this is asana practice, mm -hmm. and then nidra practice. Nidra means sleep. So in yoga nidra, what we're doing is you lay your body down as if you're going to go to sleep. Some people do it. You can practice standing up. You can practice sitting down as well. Um, and you're systematically putting the different layers or what are called koshas of okay. the body to sleep. The, out, the outside one, the anamaya kosha, is the food body. So that's our physical body's life when we're laying down. And okay. what you're kind of doing is you're kind of going allowing your body to go to sleep but you're stopping right before you go to sleep fully so you, there's mm. full awareness so okay. this process is also called yogic sleep or psychic sleep so versus nidra without yoga so without so just nidra sleep where you where one could lose consciousness in yoga nidra you're not losing consciousness you're fully conscious of what is going on inside 
and the, but the senses are withdrawn from so it, it's 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 a little metaphysical mysterious but uh like it's <laughs> it's very it's very good because you can use it to once again reprogram the mind so one thing that it comes into play is kind of like positive affirmations and things like that um so you can use this state to reprogram the mind along with a positive statement with intention so that's what i'm actually doing in the morning so i get up and then I write down my dreams and I get back in the bed and I kind of surf the, I'm almost asleep, but not quite asleep. And I'm kind right. of doing things in this area. Um, Love that. For someone now. Thank you for differentiating uh, should, different. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you. I was going to say thank you for differentiating those different yoga practices for those of and I apologize because I'm a bit of a yogi, so I knew what he was talking about, but I'm like, I'm glad that he brought that up. So uh, those of you who are tuning in are beginners, so you can have a, a better understanding of the practices he was just discussing. So thank you, Aaron. No problem. Um, and for people who are just beginning, I always just say start with where you are, you know, one mm -hmm. even in any of the techniques that I teach, I think the basics are so, so important. And just the, oh, I guess we could call them like the foundations. The foundations are important because people who skip over the foundations end up coming back around to them because they never learned them. And then advanced practitioners, and I'm pretty sure of many different methods will teach you, will probably tell you that the foundations are really it. Um, so starting with where you are, I think it's important for people to figure out what their stressors are. If you're approaching it from that perspective, there are many approaches to personal development, but most of the time people turn to personal development when they're in a place in their life that where they're not satisfied in whatever area. So in my business, I work on these seven uh, areas of life models. So health and fitness, relationships, career, finance, personal development, spirituality, and recreation. And so I think it's a good idea for people to look through their life and identify their stressors or any tension and look at what area in life those stressors are and then find corresponding activities involving self-care or giving yourself what you need that come directly from those various areas. That way you get a practice that fits your life, it fits your lifestyle, it addresses your direct stressors. Um, so that's the kind of approach that I would suggest someone taking. It's a little bit general, but I think you can fill it in with your own, you know, and find what works for you. Because I think one thing I, I see often as well is people don't stick to their self-care practice yes. for one reason or another. It begins to feel like a chore. When it starts to feel like a chore, it's probably because you didn't pick the right activities. You don't actually like right. those activities. You're trying to force yourself to like something that you don't like. Um, or maybe it's you don't have enough time. You weren't realistic with how much time you have or you're not being realistic with your overall goals. Right. But I think that if you make a self-care practice that directly addresses your lifestyle, has activities that you like, you know, directly addresses your stressors, it will, you'll get there and you'll stick to it. Absolutely. Those are some amazing recommendations. Gratitude for that. You touched on several things that I'm like, ah, 
So meeting you, knowing where you're at and meeting yourself where you're at, that that first line, you said that might be general. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most unique and the most genuine approach that you could do. Not where society told you you should be, not where your mama told you, (laughs) not where your spouse, (laughs) your friends, social media, but where you are really at. You mentioned earlier about uh, having a regimen and being consistent. That's something that I have preached to my clients as well. Like you have to Mm -hmm. have consistency. You have to, you even mentioned making time not saying that, oh, I don't have time for self-care. Um, I make my clients factor in self-care once a week. I don't care if it's 30 minutes. I don't care if it's an hour. There's seven days in the week. We have the same seven days as all these people that you tend to look up to or the people that you feel like or places that you want to be at and you can be there too. So just how you can factor in scrolling on your phone or being on TV too much or like we said, getting distracted with things that are invaluable. You just have to factor in that time for yourself because you are a priority, period. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> love, it, love it. So what are some, I know you mentioned yoga. We've mentioned lucid dreaming, journaling. I love the fact that when you first get up in the morning, you journal your dreams. I love, love, love mm-hmm. that. What are some other maybe metaphysical methods that you like or even maybe some of your favorite crystals? You mentioned that you um mm-hmm. make jewelry so i see that you are supporting some i'm a crystal lover myself mm-hmm. so you see it's in my yeah, hair so yeah. i would love to know like um what are some of your other favorite methods and tell us about some of your crystal and talk about your jewelry a mm-hmm. little bit more mm-hmm. so let me see other favorite methods that i have there are oh my goodness um so we talked about eft mindfulness meditation that's a classic that's a go-to shamatha is um single pointed focus now there are various types of meditation um this one um i if if someone is interested in this if you go on my youtube i have an explanation for the various methods. So if you go, typically maybe someone may teach you one method or another method. Once again, I really like to take an academic approach. So I'll identify the different methods and tell you the background and tell you how to do it. And there are guided practices if you wanna try a method out. Um, But single point of focus is really, when people say like clearing your mind type of meditation, I think that this is what they're referring to. And I always advise people not to think about it as clearing your mind. But first, the first step is bringing your mind to a focus on only one thing until everything else ceases to rise up and you're kind of using that as an anchor and then you eliminate the anchor. Um, But even that part, just bringing your mind to a single point of focus could take very many years. Um, But along the way, many, many different shifts will happen in your life. So it's like... Um, that's a good practice, shamatha meditation. It helps with emotional stability or just increased awareness. It it helps with increased awareness. And it's also um, a good tool, I think, for people who suffer with ADD or ADHD. Now, in the beginning, this will be a very difficult technique for them because it's exactly the opposite. So you're going to be, you know, fighting yourself. Everybody's going to be fighting themselves. This is a I'm a fight myself type of technique, but it's very gentle. The mindfulness of breathing approach, um, which is, you know, uh, what I talk about mostly. It's very gentle, but it is very effective. Um, So mindfulness meditation, we talk about EFT, dream work and lucid dreaming. 
Um, there are many there are many tools. Uh, active imagination. This is a, a tool from Jungian psychology. It's not one that I use very often. Okay. Um, but I recommend it for people who don't like journaling. I have a I, or I had a client who did not like journaling, so we figured out something different for her, and it's more like a self talk type of process where you're opening up and allowing other parts of your psyche to come forth. Okay. Um, and you're kind of reasoning and negotiating and making agreements. Um, so I think that's a great technique as well, as, especially for people who like talk, self-talk type things. That is very good. Um, and I could talk about this all day, but crystals, crystals. My, I'm wearing a blue tiger's eye right now. Okay. Um, and it is one of my personal designs. Um, and my favorite crystal, I'll probably have two. Um, Labradorite is going to be a crystal that I love. I love a yeah. good flashy Labradorite. Yeah. And I also love spirit quartz in particular. I love angel aura spirit quartz. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's a little bit difficult to find, um, but it's gorgeous, absolutely stunning. I know, uh, uh, aura quartz and the aura plating is a little bit controversial in the crystal community. I yeah. love it. I don't mind it. I love a good aura quartz. So, <laughs> you know. I love it. I love it. Ah, so many gems that were just dropped. Thank you. Thank you so much for all of this great information, guys. So I just want to definitely recap for you all. We are talking about the Eight Frequencies of Elevation, which is a program we have here with New Nation Goddess, guys. Um, episode three, we're talking about the second frequency of elevation, which is metaphysical methods. These frequencies, guys, are the the pillars he mentioned earlier about um ayana van zant's book how you have like these different levels of the house how you have like the attic and the things of that sort and i feel like that's some similar to the framework i have with the eight frequencies of elevation just so many different things we need to know um in order for us to elevate to our highest frequency so we can truly be free and we can acquire wealth and achieve optimal wellness and that's just not on the physical side but definitely with the mental emotional spiritual and financial wellness as well so we again learn how to use our inner power and faith to attract what we truly desire through metaphysical methods and if you guys have any questions or concerns you have any comments for Aaron or myself, you can reply directly to this episode or feel free to email us at info at NNG Consulting. That's N as in new, N as in nation, G as in goddess, consulting. I will have that information in the description of this episode. We want to make sure that you guys like this podcast, subscribe to our website at nngconsulting.org and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube at New Nation Goddess. But, Aaron, is there anything else you would like to say before we wrap up? Well, I just want to say thank you for having me. This was this has been a wonderful conversation. I love your energy. It's so warm and welcoming here on your podcast. Um, so thank you for allowing me to come and speak. I hope that the information that I have given today is able to serve everyone well in whatever way that you need it. So. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It has been a pleasure as well. I love your energy. Like you're already my cousin in my head and you can't go nowhere. So <laughs> I love it. Cousins. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so guys, we just want to finish off with manifesting a positive, productive and peaceful remainder of the week. Again, happy wealth and wellness Wednesday. And we'll be talking to you guys next week. Peace. Thank you. Bye.